Blog Talk Radio. The following has taken place during Total Sports Live. here on Blog Talk Radio, and we got a great, great show for you tonight to bring in another podcast to you on Monday. I think the last time we did was Angels on Sunday, but now we're doing it on Monday. You know, schedules fluctuates here and there, folks. Bear with us. We got a great show for you today, and we're going to be talking about Tim Tebow. All he does is win, 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 no matter what. As Skip Bayless said, he's a winner. So we're going to, uh, so we're going to be talking about Timothy Tebow. As he uh, as he is a, as he was signed officially signed today by the Philadelphia Eagles, or as Rick Ross would said it, so I went and so I went and make it now. I'm winning, Timothy Tebow, fourth quarter. I'm back, fourth quarter. In fact, have that all here on our Sports Live, Sports Live podcast, and we're gonna be talking about the NBA playoffs as well as the Pelicans and Golden State Warriors are tipping off right now on TNT, but. Always joining me on the podcast is my co-host, the one and only Angela Montoni, joining me on the podcast tonight. Angela, how are you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm having a good hair day. Hoping to translate that into a good life day. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Until I heard that Tim Tebow was was going to be a quarterback on his Eagles roster, I scratched my head. Yeah, and Tino, 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 Tino. Tino. Tebow. <laughs> Let's get into it and talk about Tim Tebow. It was officially it was officially announced today, and if you didn't see the picture on Eagle Twitter or the Eagles Facebook or whatever, Tim Tebow signed his dotted line on his signed his signed his name on the dotted line for the Philadelphia Eagles in the contract. It was agreed today that the Eagles had signed Tebow to a one year deal. And when you first heard the news break. It wasn't yes. It wasn't today. It was yesterday. There was a report out about it. What was your immediate reaction when you heard that Tim my, Tebow was going to be an Eagles quarterback? My immediate reaction was, "Oh my God, the Eagles just signed Jesus." So I mean, maybe God will be on our side this season. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's my That's a good immediate reaction. I think a lot of people were thinking that. My immediate reaction was, I was just kind of just like. Okay, so we signed Tebow. Okay, Chip, if you want to think you can, uh, if you want to think that you can reclamate this project too, go ahead and do it. As uh, as Kurt Jenkins said, he also he said he said he said to us yesterday he said uh, Chip Kelly is recreating a college all star team, and it sure does look like that. I mean, he got all the best players in college football the past few years at quarterback. 
Sanchez, Bradford at Oklahoma, Sanchez at USC. And now he got uh, Tim Tebow from Florida. Hey, you know what this also means? We get to see Tim Tebow throwing passes to Raleigh Cooper. Oh, man. It's going to be like Florida all over again, just without Aaron Hernandez. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, okay, a, couple, a couple things about Tebow, right? I, mm-hmm. I feel like Chip Kelly has found himself in this network of, like, helping out his friends' prodigies. Bill Belichick took Tim Tebow because he's good friends with Urban Meyer. Like, give him one more chance. Mm-hmm. to get an NFL career, and then it doesn't work out there. And then it's like Chip Kelly gives him a chance because he's friends with Bill Belichick, he's friends with Urban Meyer, and it's like they're just trying to, like, help out each other's guys. <laughs> I don't know that. Oh, I don't really know. My, my other point with that is, though, I don't – I think that, like, Chip Kelly's a method to his madness with everything that he does. Yep. And considering in football, like, none of your money is guaranteed. Like, Kibo won't get paid until game one. So he doesn't perform in training camp. He can just get cut, and, you know, he just gets paid his per diem. So, I don't know. Part of me looks at it like, was he just signed to divert the media attention to the influx of new players that had just had a chance to, like, get together this past week? Yeah. <clears throat> like, that move diverts media attention. Yeah, it does. It puts a lot of media attention on him. And DeMarco and Mary, and they all get together and, you know, be able to team-building activities, like socialize with another. And the media doesn't bug them because they're so busy, like, oh, my God, the Eagles have signed Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. So, part of me kind of thinks, like, is, is was that, like, a like a genius move to divert media attention? Because Chip Kelly doesn't really like media attention to begin with. I think we know that. Exactly. No. He doesn't. And yeah, he will, you bring up... You go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, like he will just like shy himself away to have the interview Mm -hmm. until he absolutely has to like put himself in behind a microphone and do interviews. So, right. I wouldn't surprise me if it was just like a strategical move to divert the media attention. Mm. That's a good point. I didn't even think of it like that. I didn't even think about the whole Urban Meyer, Bill Belichick, hey, we're all buddy buddy kind of buddy buddy. a friendship thing either. I didn't think about that either. Um, there was also a report out there that the Eagles, before signing Tebow, were trying to trade away Matt Barkley. So, Matt Barkley, you kind of understand what that tells about you. You know that, right? You're not really going to be on this roster this year. It's sad to say. But in preseason, I'm sorry. You just you just don't have the arm to get the ball down the field. So, maybe this is competition for Barkley, too, to say, hey, uh, but this guy, Tim Tebow, who's got his throwing motion and everything fixed out and has been working with us in the past years, and if he can only beat you out, then he's going to be a starting start, the third quarterback. And I think that's what's really intriguing me about this Tebow thing is that say if Tebow actually has his throwing mechanics corrected and can throw well, not a perfect spiral, but a damn near good perfect, a damn near good spiral. And his throwing motion doesn't look so, you know, messed up, but it actually looks like a regular throwing motion. Could we have something on our hands? I'm not trying to, not trying to, you know, go there. I'm just, you know, hypothetically speaking, if Tebow goes out there, I don't see it. I'm hard pressed to say it. Me too. 
Me too. I, I definitely, I, I feel the same too. I'm hard pressed to see it. I, I want to see it. Like we haven't seen videos of him with his new throwing motion. I want to see this. I want to see this man in his new throwing motion because if he can actually throw a perfect, can throw actually throw well, then that's something very intriguing. But this also goes back to the notion of what we've been saying since Trip Kelly got here. He needs a mobile quarterback to run his offense. He's just lying to us every time he says that he doesn't. Because once again, Angela, he signs a mobile quarterback. After he tells us, you don't need a mobile quarterback to run the offense, Nick Foles. You don't need a mobile quarterback, Mark Sanchez. You don't need a mobile quarterback. We don't need a mobile quarterback. Hey, we just signed Tim Tebow. The mm-hmm. kind of do need a mobile quarterback. That's what you're. That's what you're. That's what you're inkling at. Yeah, but Tim Tebow is not an NFL quarterback. He's a. Oh, I know. He's a Trust me, I know. He's a practice like. He's a glorified yeah, he's college football star. We can say that he's a glorified college football player. He's a great college football player. And, you know, shout out to him for the inspiration he provided for my fantasy football team that I've been using for the past, like, uh, I don't know, like five years. <laughs> my team my team has been the T-Boners for, like, the past five oh, years. My. And my <laughs> team picture is the picture of the, the screen cap of him crying when Alabama beat them in the playoffs. So shout out to Team Tebow, to, to, you know, Tim Tebow, thank you. For inspiring my fantasy football team name, I always enjoy a good pun. It's like just one of the better ones I've ever come up with. The T boners. No, the T boners. Yes, T E B O W hyphen N E R S. That's a good one. There, there was also Belichick yourself before you wreck yourself. It's all like Donakong. Oh my um, gosh, Aaron he's got done. <laughs> These names are golden. He's a good fantasy football. We gotta have a fantasy football podcast where we just talk about different names and stuff. That'd be golden. I'm I'm pretty golden. good with puns. I enjoy puns. One point twenty one JJ Watts was a good one too. Oh, that's oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that Back one. I like that one. We have about we have about nineteen minutes left. All right, we got nineteen minutes left here in the Total Sports Live podcast. We're still talking about some Tebow here. Um, with the Eagles signing uh, Tim Tebow, dude, does this mean that Chip Kelly will not draft a quarterback in this year's draft? Because, I mean, the Eagles now have Bradford, Sanchez, Tebow, Kenny, and Barkley. So that's uh, five quarterbacks on this roster, if I did the math right. I, I, still, so, I still think he wants his guy. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it. I still think he wants his guy and he's going to package someone. I don't want him to want his guy. I don't want to do the deal, but I think he wants his guy. Right. And that's all this like right. stacking is doing. Right. No, I definitely, I definitely think the same. I definitely think the same way. He, I think he still wants his guy. But then if he drafts his guy, then he's gonna have six quarterbacks on this roster. Holy crap! What is it? It's like you running, like you're running a quarterback mill here. Like, oh, okay, we're gonna fix you up, and if you don't work here, somebody's gonna pick you up. I highly doubt that. We're gonna we're gonna build you up so good that we're just gonna flip you Sam Hinkie style because you'll have inflated numbers and you'll and you'll be and we'll, and we'll trade you for a draft pick. I don't know. 
I really don't know about Tebow. I don't know what Chip Kelly is thinking. Nobody knows what Chip Kelly is thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If he, if, who knows? We'd have a lot more money if we knew what he was thinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Definitely we would. Oh, yeah. Definitely we would. But we don't even know. We don't know what this man's thinking. We don't know what he sees with Tim Tebow. The number Tim Tebow had to work out, uh, had had a private workout, and uh, everybody, everybody had a, uh, they had um, I'm trying to think, they had Tim Tebow had a workout with the Eagles last month, so he must impress them. But we all thought when that workout happened, that was just Chip doing his due diligence. Nobody didn't think he was actually going to sign the guy, and he signs him. So I don't know what Chip wants to do at quarterback. I don't know. I, I I really don't know, and I think it's going to be interesting to see with the draft coming up next week, to see what he uh, to see you know what he wants to do at the quarterback at the quarterback spot, and I and I, and I definitely agree with you, Angela. I think he still wants his guy, whoever that may be, if that's Mariota or if that's somebody else, because I don't think I think this roster is going to be shaken up one more time. And I think it's going to be on draft day. I think it's going to be shaken up one more time. One more time, I think, is going to happen. And I would probably agree with you on that. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for them <laughs> right to, like, yeah, someone might be drafted. Oh, wait, hold on. We have a trade? All right. <laughs> we'll have Eagles trading this, this, and this for this pick. Right. That's that, that, you're right. Right, I think I think that's what we're all waiting for. I think we're all just waiting for that other shoe to drop. Like, okay, so it's just a just just it's just a few days, and it's gonna be just a few days until Michael Kendricks is hotly traded, and all hell is gonna break loose, and he was gonna get Mariota, and yeah, it's just gonna yeah, we're just all waiting. So, Chip, whenever you wanna make this move, you know, if you wanna wait till next Thursday night to do it, and you can set the whole NFL ablaze and. Think that you are, think that you are the, you know, the head, the head macho man in charge. Go ahead, my brother. I have, I have, I hold all my reservations until the draft is over, and then we see how y'all play in preseason. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, moving on, with about 15 minutes left here in the podcast, the NBA playoffs have begun. They began this weekend, on uh, this past weekend, excuse me, on Saturday. Uh, a lot of games were in action. A lot of games were in action Sunday, and a lot of games were are in. Well, two games were in action tonight: the Bucks versus the uh, Bulls. The Bulls take down Michael Carter Williams and the Bucks to lead the series to the two two games to zero. And right now, LeBron is is taking on Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. But Angela, what has impressed you thus far thus far in the NBA playoffs? If there's anything that has impressed you thus in this NBA playoffs so far. I feel so bad for the Milwaukee Bucks just because they're such a young team and they don't really have that much basketball playoff experience. Right. But they have a coach that has so much of it. I would mm-hmm. love to see them come back and just beat up on the Bulls, which, yeah, defensively the two teams are pretty evenly matched. Could happen, you know, if they can take it one game at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want the Celtics to beat up on the Cleveland Cavaliers so bad. We had this conversation <laughs> I knew that so was coming. many times before. 
I hate the Cavaliers so much. And even if Boston doesn't beat them, and I'm looking at the bracket right now, and as much as I love Milwaukee, I would love to see them get a chance. If Chicago has the better chance to knock the Cavaliers out, then that's what I want. Because I do not yeah, want I think Cleveland I, 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 I actually have Chicago yeah. beating Cleveland in the next round. I keep that. I'm telling you, I, I have that in my bracket. I have. Whoever knocks Cleveland out, I don't care. I'm a fan of whoever knocks Cleveland out. I hate them. I hate them so much. And I hate LeBron James so much. Like I said to you, you know, he freaking did that whole thing about how he like felt bad, about he wanted to go back to Cleveland because he had made a mm-hmm. mistake. No, no, you are not the prodigal son of the NBA. Mm-mm. You know, right. you got you got paid, you got your ring, and then you went back to undo all the bad PR that you had done for yourself when you took your talents to South Beach. To be uh-huh. honest, exactly. Hate him so much. Hate him so much. Hate that whole team so much. <laughs> I will throw a party when they get knocked out of the playoffs. If they, they might if they have... win the NBA, if they win the NBA finals, I might break something. I don't think they're winning the finals. They don't have it. No, I don't think they're winning. The Me finals. either. Thank, thank Buddha. Thank Hail Krishna. Thank God. Whatever deity that you believe in, hail whoever. No, they will not win the NBA finals. Oh uh, no, they uh. They, 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 yeah, they definitely won't. They definitely, they definitely will not be making it, and they definitely won't be winning the NBA Finals. I'll tell you that, folks. Uh, what has surprised me in the NBA playoffs thus far? Mm, nothing really. Um, the Wizards still do not jump out to me as a team that has shown anything. Their offense is very inept. Um, I'm excited to see Anthony Davis in the playoffs because I think we're seeing a young big man on the rise, so I'm excited to see him continue on in the playoffs. And uh, the Bucks, like you said, a lot of people, I'm glad you brought up the, about the Bucks. They have, they're a young team, like you said. Their coach had a lot of playoff spirits. And what in the, the sense around, the sense with a lot of NBA fans is, a lot of NBA fans is they're saying, this series would be so much better if Jabari Parker was playing. Because Jabari Parker is a Chicago kid. And he's going against D. Rose, Chicago kid. You know? And they're just like, they're just like if you know. They're just like if we had Jabari Parker playing in this series, this series would be a lot better. And I would agree with that. I mean, that would probably be a fantastic series. Now the Bucks are going to Game Three and Four, fighting for the playoff spots. And Michael Carter Williams, this is his first playoff action, so he's like a deer in headlights. It's just you know not good. For, it's not. Oh a, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, that's what happens when you play for the Sixers. You know, you don't experience winning like this, and then. You get going to the playoffs, you're just like, uh, what is this? And also talking about playoffs, dealing with the Sixers. There's a lot of Sixers in the playoffs, if you haven't noticed. Evan Turner with the Celtics, um, Iguodala, uh, with the Iguodala in space with the Warriors, Drew Holiday, and the Pelicans. It's a lot of it's a lot of Sixers just in the playoffs. A lot of former Sixers in the playoffs. For people that didn't know that, and um. What else am I to say about the playoffs? Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think. NBA playoffs, I'm trying to think. Um, 
I don't even know. It's 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 it's, it's the NBA playoffs starting off a little rocky. I don't think nobody really knows that they expect. But when you look at the now, at the current, at the current bracket, at the current, at the current playoff seeds, or down, or or match that you want to see in the future, what series right now has has you most interested? Is there any series that you're like, yeah, I'm really gonna watch this, or or are there a series where it's just like, yeah, I'm not really gonna pay attention to it. Uh, this series that just has my attention so much right now is the Bulls and the Bucks. This point, I'm like guaranteeing Michael Carter Williams. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really have a vested interest in any in any other team, you know. Besides that, mm-hmm. and I don't really necessarily care about Kermit the Frog over in Boston. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday, good for you. Andre Iguodala, like he's a supporting cast member. The only one that I really felt that strongly about that has left was Michael Carter Williams. That's why I'm just kind of like mm-hmm. Joe Bucks. They probably will see an early exit, and then you know it just becomes whoever plays Cleveland. Right. <laughs> I think the uh, the series that has my most attention is obviously the Pelicans and Warriors have my attention just for Anthony Davis, but the one that I'm really really in tuned into is the Spurs Clippers series, not because of the Clippers, but the Spurs. You know, we live here in the Philadelphia area. We don't get the chance, you know, to watch the Spurs on a daily basis, and you get, and we don't get a chance to see them, you know, see their, see their, to see their team style of basketball. So when we get a chance, I, every time I, especially in playoffs, every time the Spurs play, I want to sit down and watch them play because I just love, love to see that team basketball. I love to see the three point shots going in. I just love how great Popovich coaches, and it was sad that they lost last night to the Clippers in the 20-point blowout, but I'm not worried because Greg Popovich and the Spurs are going to come off of blood the rest of the series. They're going to just run rough shot through the the, semi, the Western Conference semifinals. They're going to get through the Western Conference finals. Sorry, Warriors fans, but I don't think you cannot, you can't, you can't, you can't stop that Spurs bench. And then they're going to get to the NBA Finals, and they're going to decimate LeBron James and company in six games, doing it how they do it best. Yeah, but we don't want the Cavaliers. Want Cleveland's get to the no Cavaliers in the final. Oh no, I think the Cavaliers. Well, if they get, if the Cavaliers get to the finals, I think the Spurs take them I out. Think, I, think, I think the Hawks will actually decimate the Cavaliers. I think the Hawks decimate Ooh, the Warriors. Oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. No, the Hawks. In the Eastern, I, I agree. The Hawks can decimate the Cavs. Oh, me too. And I think everybody's I think everybody's sleeping on the Hawks because they they don't understand. They think, oh, it's just Atlanta Hawks, you know. Jeff T, Kyle Corver, Paul Millsap, Damari Carroll, Al Horford. Ooh, there's not names on that team. Kyle Corver, Al Horford, Oh, there you go. There you go. I, I totally forgot about him. Totally forgot about him. And a lot of people when they when they mentioned the uh, when they met, oh another former sixer, Thaddeus Young, playing for the Brooklyn Nets right now in the playoffs. Oh, there's another one. This is just littered with Sixers. Also, another Sixer that is not in the playoffs is uh is uh, KJ McDaniels. He actually tore something in his wrist or something, and he's and he's out for the rest of the postseason. Yikes for KJ! As you know, he's gonna be looking for a new contract this upcoming uh off season. So it'll be interesting to see what he gets out on the open market because uh, if I was an NBA team, I would only give KJ a one to two year deal. Maybe. Maybe one to ten years. It is. And when I saw the news, I was devastated from because I'm just like, he was playing here, 
got traded to Houston, barely played in Houston, got injured, and now he's going to be entering a contract year already. Because he took a gamble right. on himself. KJ probably should have played the percentages and just took the the I think it's a for second round for second round I think it's a four year four year or three year deal or something like that. But it's low money. So I think yeah, I think it's one of those two. He should have just took that deal. Took the deal that the Sixers offered him and just good because right now he's putting himself in a category that's, you know, that's uh he's putting himself in a weird opposition there because he's not gonna get a lot of money on the open market. I don't see it. I don't see it no, at all. It's just to be, nice getting injured. You're right, and to be on, and to be honest with you, I wouldn't even be surprised if this dude doesn't get picked up in free agency. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets picked up. I won't be surprised if he gets. I'll be surprised if he if he gets picked if he gets picked up in free agency. But if not, I think he'll be on a summer league roster. And if that, I think oh, I hate to say this, but he could be looking at himself as a prime, a prime NBA D League candidate. That's. That's sad to say, <laughs> but I definitely that could be possibly a road for him. That's the truth. Definitely in the NBA, that's how the uh, world definitely that's how the world definitely turns in the NBA. You have about four minutes left here on the podcast, and Angela, we did not do such a good job with our Phillies predictions last uh, last week, talking about what they would do last week predictions lost out of their seven games. We said four and three, they went one and six. Yeah, One and we six. Suck. No, they just suck. We don't we're suck. just too they optimistic. Suck. That's the whole problem. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we were too optimistic. Yeah, they just suck. The Phillies suck. We don't suck. Phillies suck. It's they good don't look because too good. you know you get the tickets for like eight bucks and no one's ever sitting around. So you can buy standing room and sneak on the seats. There is a benefit to this. We all got through the Phillies at the time of the vet. You all will get through this too. Yep, that's the truth. Hopefully, no, that's hopefully, definitely hopefully the truth about Ruben that. just has some power taken away from him. Like, if Ruben has oh. some power taken away from him, like, someone can actually, like, really legit, like, do something with this team, then they'll be okay in, in a few years. But Ruben can't oh, yeah. the one making all the decisions at this point anymore. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. And let's look at, um, let's look at this week coming up for the Phillies. So... The Phillies are taking on the Marlins for three, and they take on the Braves for three for this week. So let's see. Um, the Marlins are currently worse than the Phillies. They are three and ten on the season. The Phillies are four and nine. So let's see. They have the Marlins for three and the Braves for three. What are we saying this week for the Phillies? Should we go optimistic or should we go non-optimistic here? Mm. Uh, well, we went optimistic last week and it didn't really work. So let's get pessimistic and have it work in the opposite way. Okay, so I'm saying I'll go. I'll say it'll go two and four. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll agree with you two and four. They'll win one out of the Marlins series and they'll win one out of the Braves series. I'll just we'll just go with that. We'll go with that. Two and four. Two and four. We'll go with that. And if you want, and and then like as I said, if you know us and you're listening to the show, you can call us out on it and say, "Well, you were wrong. You said two and four, and they went four and two. Then we'll yeah, we'll be okay. happy to eat our words in that situation. Yeah, for real. Yeah, we'll we'll be happy if we're wrong. And just funny thing, I just saw on my timeline right now on Twitter, John Johnson WIP. 
who's doing his show right now. So the caller a moment ago on Sports Radio WIP said Tim Tebow will become the Eagles franchise quarterback and lead them to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That I think that we, is I re- think we need whatever I think we need whatever drugs he's doing. What you say? I said I think we need whatever drugs he's doing. Yeah, we need whatever caller, whatever caller that drug, whatever whatever drug that caller is doing. He probably is doing a little drugs. I mean, it is four twenty today, so he's probably a little little high right now. Uh, given that given that kind of uh, prediction, wow. Oh man, I tell you, man, Eagles fans, some of them never put down the Kool Aid for a bit and keep on drinking it, thinking that Tim Tebow will lead them to the promised land. Woo! We got a long off season for us, folks. Be prepared. Should be a doozy. But guys, we're going to wrap up the Total Sports Live podcast here tonight on Blog Talk Radio. I like to thank everybody for tuning in again. We had a good, we have a great show. We had a good show for you tonight. Hopefully next, hopefully this will come Sunday, we'll have a better one. Uh, hopefully, hopefully our pessimistic op, uh, our pessimistic record for the Phillies actually is better than two and four. That's okay, but if it's worse than two and four, then we definitely got a problem on our hands. And we'll see what happens with Tebow Mania because um, it's going to be more interesting for that. And if the Phillies somehow, God forbid, go one for six or zero oh for six, then you have the Cardinals for four games after this at St. Louis. God bless them because it's going to get ugly here in Philadelphia. Um, for me and Angela, I thank everybody. Thanks, I thanks again for everybody tuning in, and we'll catch you guys same time, same place on Sunday at eleven o'clock p.m. on Block Talk Radio. Bye, everyone. <laughs>